I remember when we first talked about doing a podcast, I was kind of like, well, where do we start? Then I reached out to a friend who had been doing it and he referred me to Anchor. So first thing I was like, it's free? And he was like, yeah, it's free. And then the second thing I realized that you don't have to have a recording studio. You can do the podcast from anywhere that you want. Uh, they have all kinds of creation tools and you can record, you can edit, and you can do it all from either your phone or your computer. But one of the best, best things for me was when it came to distribution. I was really worried about that, but Anchor actually distributes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places, so it makes it super, super easy for you. Plus, you can make money. You don't have to have a minimum amount of listeners, and it's just kind of like having everything that you need for a podcast all in one place. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Half and Half Podcast. What's up? Dude, I feel like crap. <laughs> I have a headache beyond belief. Why? I'm tired. Shift work, man. Oh. It's killing me. Shift work? Shit work? Dude, I haven't slept in three days. Really? I'll fall asleep. I'll wake up for two, three, four hours. I'll fall back asleep for 30 minutes. I have a headache. Like a hangover headache. But I'm excited, though, at the same time. Why? And this is not, um, this may offend people, right? Mm -hmm. It's not politically correct, but I don't care. Dude, fat kid season is upon us. <laughs> like, for Dude. people who don't know, I love working out. Fitness is my life. Um, I train people, right? Um, but from the months of mid-September to January, all bets are off. I still work out every day. Working yeah. out is like the huge yeah. part. But I don't worry about what I'm eating for. Fat kid season has been around for three <laughs> years for me. So <clears throat> I feel like it's funny because as you're saying that, I'm thinking like I should start exercising for the next three months. <laughs> and what do I say? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wreck shop for three months. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm excited. <sighs> My favorite time of year. I've, I've put on way more. Like, so... I calculated, I'm going to get personal here. Do it, man. Dude, when, when I married my wife, mm -hmm. so I calculated from the day I married my wife to now, mm -hmm. I've put on 40 pounds, mm -hmm. which that's seven years, right? Mm -hmm. But I actually weighed myself before the pandemic. And at that point, I had put on 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. So that means for what? five and a half years i put on 20 pounds but just in the last one and a half years i put on another 20 pounds yeah what is that the what, what were they calling it the quarantine 15 or something like that yeah yeah quarantine 20 <laughs> for me and that's why i was loving life dude people were dying because you know other <clears throat> fitness people that i know right yeah they couldn't work out and oh, because you have your gym. I'm in my underwear, working out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so does that mean you just completely stop working out? No. No, no, no. No, sir. Working out is... So it's just eating what you want. Right. I see when I... I don't work out for aesthetic, right? I don't, I don't have a certain goal, right? Because some months I want to just lift as heavy as I can for a month straight. Right. Some months I want to just do a lot of 
bodybuilding style workouts and some months it's just nothing but boxing and kickboxing and some so i'm all over the place right but when it comes to dieting yeah i'm hardcore about it you know intermittent fasting for six years so is it is it does it kick off for you because of halloween and you love candy yeah that's what kind of triggers the whole well it's all of it yeah yeah that's how it starts right it started a little early this year (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i've actually i've been struggling um like well i don't know a lot of people that know me i guess know i'm vegan Mm -hmm. at least i try to be yeah but you know what i gotta i gotta admit like um so after my mom passed like phone's off adrian yeah well they're probably calling me from work I can hear you. Oh. As a matter of fact, they are calling me from work. That sucks. So, I'm vegan. I've been... So, I, you know, I actually started off, I went vegetarian. That Mm -hmm. didn't work out too great. Then I went pescatarian, which is where you're vegetarian, but you eat fish. I went back to eating regular. And then I ended up going full-on vegan, and I've done really well. But... Uh, when my mom passed, I started eating just anything and everything and didn't yeah. care. And it was funny cause my brother's vegan too. And, yeah. and he made a good point. He was like, it's because it's going back to our childhood. It's comfort food for us. Absolutely. And when my mom passed, it was kind of like, you know, you just, you don't care. You know, you're just like in a, in a mode of like, whatever, I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, but I gotta tell you, man, like whenever i do eat meat so a lot of people don't understand like i really don't think that everybody should be vegan i think it just depends on your body and your blood type and all that stuff right but uh for me being vegan is the only time i ever actually feel good physically mm-hmm. uh, whenever because when i have even just in the last few weeks when i have decided to eat meat dude it gross like it, it tastes good somehow it's really weird um but it makes me feel like crap like I just feel terrible. Yeah. But that's that's my extent of uh, fitness. <laughs> I don't exercise for the life of me anymore. Dude, but the thing is, is it's in you, right? Yeah. You were a, a gymnast, right? Mm-hmm. And that, dude, gymnasts are crazy strong. Some of the best arms in the world yeah. come from gymnasts, right? Like the, a few years ago when you really got into it and I was training you and I'd give you workouts and all that. Remember? Yeah. You sent me that shirtless picture and you had those nice shoulders. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a matter of want. And that's what I tell people. Working out is the hardest part. Yeah. It's easy to diet. It doesn't doesn't take anything, right? Other than some will. Working out is the hard part. Right. Right? And for me, I'm backwards. I can work out all day. Hours on end. Without even thinking about it. But see, that's, I think that's, again, half and half. That's where we differ. With yeah. me, I was actually telling my wife this the other day. I said, look, if I knew a group of guys that played basketball or baseball or football, I'd be there in a heartbeat because I love playing sports. That's why I loved boxing so much. So when I was in boxing, it was like I didn't feel like I was working out because I was so focused on perfecting my technique. Or yeah. um, like to me, there was a purpose. Right. Like every day I was in the gym trying to improve upon something right. or actually uh, like it, it it's fun like i'm i didn't feel like i'm in there lifting weights i know that's your thing but like to me when i lift weights i get bored well, real quick and i i will agree with you 
which is why the style of workout that I came up with, it's not just four reps. I mean, uh, four sets of 10, sit there and wait. Four sets of 10, sit there and wait. Yeah. You haven't tried the new stuff that I've come up with. You haven't. It, inc- it, it incorporates both. I, I do 30 seconds of jumping jacks and I want to vomit. <laughs> Dude, boxing is the is the, the the basis of all the cardio. Yeah. When I train people, I tell them, you're going to bring boxing gloves because that's what we're going to be doing. Yeah. I, see, know? I love doing that. But so for those of you that don't know, I actually stopped boxing because I got injured. I hurt my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And so, and then, and then I went back again like two years later and I hurt my other shoulder. <laughs> And now I'm just like, welcome to old age. I know. <laughs> now I'm just like afraid to, to even throw a punch. But um, no, I mean, I need to do something eventually. I think I need to do more than just diet. And I don't see veganism as being a diet. I actually enjoy it. Um, that's a, a scene. And that, that's that's where I argue with people. And this can be an entire podcast. We won't do this today. Yeah. But I'm not vegan or vegetarian. Um. I, it is what it is. I love the way meat tastes. Yeah. Right. But yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> if I were to do it, it would be for the purpose itself. Yeah. Not the diet. Not the health benefits. It would be for animal rights. One hundred percent. Yeah. And see, that's what's uh, like. My wife, she's been vegan forever, and mm. that's one of the reasons she does it. Like to her, just the thought, like she's all, she's a big animal person. I right. Mean, I mean, she works with dog rescues and like she, I think she loves animals more than she loves me. Uh, yeah, I'm but, pretty sure. But, <laughs> but that's why she does it. Like she just can't, she's a, whatever you want to call a hippie. But when people see what animals go through. Oh, absolutely. Like people have no idea. People are, people, especially Americans are so like it's out of sight, out of mind, you know? Yeah. And then they see it and then, oh, I don't want to see that stuff. And then they turn around and eat a big burger. But me, I really do believe in that stuff, but I'll, I'll be the first to admit, that's not why I do it. Yeah. Like, even though I know all that, I'm like, that's kind of the icing on the cake. I don't want to contribute to that. But I mostly do it because physically, that's what makes me feel good. Right. When I eat meat, I feel terrible. I'm in the shitter. <laughs> <laughs> I feel tired and run down. I'm going to give you an example. Yesterday, so... Every, everybody knows now my mom passed away right mm-hmm. so yesterday i went to my mom's house my her two sisters still live there so we went and uh my aunt busted out with it's called a tomahawk yeah mistake yes yeah that thing's gigantic mm-hmm. and she says you know because my mom was a big meat eater mm-hmm. she said you know your mom wanted she was so excited that she had this and she couldn't wait to like Cause she grilled every Sunday and yeah. she couldn't wait to grill it and stuff. And so my aunt was like, should we cook it? And I was like, I mean, what are we waiting for? Might as well, you know? And I didn't even intend to eat. I just said, look, I'll help you cook it. Cause actually I'm a cook. So like, I actually used to love cooking meat cause I got really good at it, whatever. Um, so we seared it, even we had to find a pan big enough for yeah. it to sear it. And then we oven cooked it or whatever. And when it was done, it smelled so good. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to try it. So I did. So I ate a couple of pieces and I was like, ah, oh, this tastes so good. Like, yeah. and like literally salt and pepper. And that was it. Yeah. But it made me feel like complete crap, dude. Like literally within 10 minutes, I was falling asleep. 
I was just groggy and in a bad mood for like three hours after that. I just felt terrible. I felt like like my stomach, my intestines just felt like I had rocks in them. It's just the weirdest thing. Yeah. And then whenever I go vegan, I have energy. I feel good. Uh, and so for anyways, main point, long story short, I, I do it because it just makes me feel normal. Yeah. yeah, you do it for both. Yeah. Me, it'd be solely animal rights because I'm a... I tell people all the time, I am well aware of my contradiction. Right. Well aware of it. Right. I love animals. I hate to see them hurt. I hate to, I hate to see them die for no apparent reason. And But, meat eater. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, I, I love it, you know? You know what's really funny? Mm. You know, you're, you have a high percentage of Native American in you. Mm. Did you know that most Native Americans were actually vegetarians? Really? Yeah. Huh. Matter of fact, even evolution-wise, getting into some science here, Native Americans evolved away from having wisdom teeth quicker than anybody else because they didn't have the need because they didn't really eat meat. And when they did eat meat, it was only like rabbits and small rodents because cows didn't exist, pigs didn't exist. None of that stuff existed here. All that stuff was brought from Europe. So they were pretty much a mostly vegetarian diet. Wow. Crazy, huh? Yeah, but also... um. Hispanic as well. So. <laughs> There's the meat eater. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. I... It's, but also, too, it's an American thing. Like, when you look at the American factories, the way they handle meat, it's, that's one thing I, I love about living here on the border is that if you do eat meat, you could go get meat from Mexico or whatever, or you can, or some, actually a lot of the meat here in local grocery stores doesn't come from like middle america which is where those factories are the ones that are the worst in terms of treatment of animals and stuff like that yeah. so um and just kind of like force feeding the cows corn and stuff like that you know yeah. i mean it granted it does taste better but it's terrible what they put those animals through yeah and that that's like, again to me that's the that's the only reason why i would, I would ever consider it yeah well you were gonna try it for 30 days i still am I still am. I just I've been in a funk lately. Yeah. A real bad funk, right? Right. right. I just uh I don't want to put my I I know how to when I can and can't push myself, right? But have you ever thought that maybe that would help you get out of the funk? It might. Cuz it's a mental funk, right? right? Oh, okay. I can push the workouts like nothing. That's my that's my therapy. Right. right. It's just, you know, I got a lot of shit weighing on the mind and I'm just in a funk right now. Right. So I don't like to, on top of the working out, on top of the stress of not sleeping, on top of... Right. I know my limits, right? Once I feel better, then I can start... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to mentally prepare yourself for yeah. it. Which you do. Um, I totally get that. Yeah. So, uh, wow, we just went on a fitness rant there. I know. I, you know, I always had it in mind that I wanted to do um, a health podcast, right? We talk yeah. about veganism and... A lot of people fitness have no and, idea how much we actually talk about health and fitness all the time. and supplements and exercise and all that stuff. Because, yeah. yeah, like we actually are pretty knowledgeable on that stuff. Dude, 10 years ago, our text messages were, blow it out your ass. You want to make out? What are you doing? I'm taking a shit. <laughs> Call me while you're pooping. Yeah. Now it's like, hey, did you know that uh, if you were to, yeah, you know, it's all fitness, it's all health, it's all. I gave you that uh, combination of supplements to help oh, you sleep. Oh, magnesium and L-theanine. Yeah. Dude, it hasn't been working lately, but 
when it does kick in like a rock really yeah that's my sister and see with me i've been struggling to sleep i had so i had no ins- i had insomnia my whole life until i met my wife mm-hmm. and then for whatever reason my insomnia kind of went away and then ever since i left my job and now that i'm doing the guitars full time i have it right back but it's 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 not it's it's different though it's because i cannot go to sleep because all i keep thinking about is how i can improve the guitars or yeah. what i can do differently it's it's been weird yeah i think uh i know um not financially you're worried right but i mean you sacrificed a lot right for this and that's got to be weighing on the mind yeah i haven't even quit my job and you doing it gives me anxiety (laughs) well and i don't even think it has to do with quitting the job it's just that i'm always like with the guitars i'm always trying to find a better and efficient and well yeah different ways this has to work right this has to work plus all the other billion things i have going on with like uh so one of the things i i did want to talk about is you know like i'm moving the recording studio Mm -hmm. downtown Mm mm-hmm which I know you're not the biggest fan of. But... I'm not because I'm a lazy driver. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was pissed that you moved seven minutes away. <laughs> I know. Now you're a whole 30 minutes away. Yeah. Um, right, now you just spoiled me with that minute and a half drive, man. Yeah, it was, it was nice. It's, it was now there. you're just getting further and further <laughs> and further away. So, you know, those people here locally, um, I've decided to move the home <clears> studio because um, I don't record artists anymore. I mean, unless mm-hmm. I really like them, but even then, like, I don't ever seek out artists really to record at all. So we're we're not primed for a Cans and Windows reunion? Or... <laughs> <laughs> not anytime soon. Um, so I'm moving downtown in a really nice spot, and, and more of those details will come soon, but I'm excited about it because now I'll be able to open the doors to... Pretty pretty much anybody that's willing to want to put in the work and come in and record. Um, yeah, uh, I think I think now, um, not that you have to, right? Again, it's not a, it's not a money thing, but before your time was very limited, right? So you had to pick and choose who you wanted to work with, right? Because you didn't need to work with just anybody because you had a great job. This that yeah that. yeah, but now it's kind of like. Eh. Yeah, I mean, thousand bucks for a week. Why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, my my day job will still be you know the guitar business, um, but having the studio there, having to like, I have the flexibility of like, if I'm going to be recording on a Wednesday, I can say, oh, you know what, I'll work, I'll supplement, I'll swap out that day for a Saturday or whatever. Right. Um, After podcasting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the cool thing is, is like, um, I. I get frustrated working with bands when, but because there is a level of frustration there that exists, but at the same time, I miss it. Yeah. You know, like it's funny because I, when you're in that element, you always tell me, I need you to be here with me because I want you to help out, blah, blah. And the times that I do go, I'm like, he's getting mad already. And it's only 20 (laughs) minutes in. (laughs) See, where I, where I struggle when I, when I go with you is, uh, I've said it before. I'm, I'm, I'm a hippie, I'm a Buddhist when it comes to music, right? Right. So I'll tell people, why did you write that? Right. Oh, well, you know, whatever bullshit reason they give us. And I'm like, no, man, why did you write that? Can I go sing it like that? 
Nobody understands when I say that. Right. Like, why did you write that? Right. Where did that come from? Yeah. Let that fuel what this take is going to sound like. Right. And nobody gets that. Yeah. And it aggravates me. Yeah, I mean, you have... If you're sitting down just writing words that rhyme with each other for the sake of it, then that's on you. And but... sadly, a lot of artists, that's what they're doing. You know? <clears throat> like, there's that's the, we've talked about that before. There's, you know, the lack of emotion in a lot of music. Mm. But one of the biggest things that triggers me when I'm in the studio is... You know, I've been doing this for a long time. And you get artists in the studio that just, for whatever reason, think they know better than you. It, that's one of the biggest things that, <clears throat> I guess, irks me, you know. And they're paying customers, so it's kind of like you have to nicely explain to them, like, no, this is how things are. But it's like, all right, if you want to do it that way, cool. And then, But then that backfires, because then if you go their route... And the recording sounds like crap. It looks like you're doing a crappy job. But it's like, so you're kind of torn between, okay, do I just tell them like it is? Do I give them their way? Well, I think that's why, and I've told you this before, sometimes you need to wear your hats, right? Yeah. And I tell you to tell them, okay, do you want me to just be a button pusher and press record? Or do you want the full experience? Right. If you want me to produce you, I'm going to chop it up, this, that, and the other. Right. Or, some bands just want you to press record. We've right. seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. worked with a band in, and they shall rename, remain nameless because one of their members is a very good friend of ours. But like 2009, 2010-ish. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. uh -huh. And their guitar player was like, well, I could just leave right now. And you're like, well, if you want me to just press a button, I will. I mean, what do you want me to do? <laughs> right, right. You're right. paying me. I, what do you want me to do? Yeah, yeah. Do you know a band yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then that's the other thing, too, is that you have these musicians come in that think that they're better than they are. And you're sitting there, you're on take 20, take 25, take 30. Yeah. And like as a musician, I want to just be like, give me your guitar. I'll just do the part for you. Yeah. Um, or sometimes they do the take right and then they sit there and they're like, oh, I think it should be different. And it's just... But it's, the, to me, that that's all musicians. I'm going to say... And it's going to sound weird, except for me. Right? Well, me too. No, bullshit. You will send me a song, <laughs> and I will love it. And I say, dude, we're going to record it on Saturday. And then I'll go five, four, three, two, bring. Now nah, I'm done with it. I don't want to do it well, anymore. I think it would be better. Oh, I'm like, I knew it. I, I mean, in terms of working with the producer. Oh, okay. I've always been very like, hey, man, it's all in your hands. Just tell me what I need to do. Yeah. I can come in. I can nail my parts. I'll play my part. You want me to change it? Cool. Like, you are the one behind the board. Just tell me what you want me to do. Right. It's my art. It's my piece. But at the same time, I give up all, um, not authority, but, you know, I give yeah. create creative process from, from the, to the producer. Like, <clears throat> the song's written. Tell me how you want me to make it better and I'll execute, you know? And so I've always been very open to that with every producer yeah oh and producer wise yes yeah yeah i thought you meant more so in the fact that people just can't ever settle on their parts like you yeah but see like to me by the time i go into the studio like those things should be done already they should already be settled yeah i, I agree it's like when i come in here and you you have a part and you say all right write a baseline yeah and i'm in it i'm in it i'm in it and then i say wait press record I tell you that because it's like, whew, 
I feel it. I'm either sad, I'm either mad. Like, what I'm trying to get across is coming out. Right. And I want it right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we've we've worked with our share of producers. Yeah. And every time we have, I don't think we've ever been satisfied, which is why I produce everything myself now. Yeah. I mean... Have we ever been satisfied with anything that we've ever put out where we had a producer produce it? No. I can't think of it. I a can't. single thing. I mean... The Jerry Fimbres stuff, I was okay with. In the beginning. In the beginning. When yeah. you were in the band. Yeah. After that, yeah. But also, you know, we worked with him when I was in Super Soul also. Oh, yeah. So, but it, it's just, it's different, dude. Like, a few of them that we've worked with, you can tell where, yeah, they believed in us or whatever, right? Obviously, they wanted to work with us, but at the same time, it's like, to me, there's a difference in producing and making a band want what you want. Right. And that happened to us a lot. It's like you're taking you're taking our vibe out. You're taking our mm-hmm. essence. You're taking the life out of this band. What brought us all together, you're, you're taking it all away. Right. And I don't like that. Right. I Yeah, I agree. And you're, you're 100% right. Like, uh, it's kind of hard to have this conversation without naming names. And I don't want to name names. But, um, you know, we worked with a couple of pretty big producers and uh i think just the general idea is that for for artists out there like you think oh look at that big producer i'm gonna go work with them they're gonna make me sound amazing but our experience has always been where we kind of once the project's over we're kind of like what did we just go through like the experience itself is always great i love having that experience but yeah, um, it sucks when the final product gets morphed to suit the producer more than it gets morphed to suit the band. Right. Does that make sense? So like right. you go in a hardcore band, you come out pop punk. Or you go in like an alternative rock band and you come out sounding like metal. I don't know. Whatever, right? Yeah. It's just you're doing certain things that you've never done before. Right. Bad or good, I mean... You know, again, to me, I'm <clears throat> I'm a soul-searching musician, right? And I got to feel it. Right. And if you're changing a part that I felt, and I know I'm no longer spiritually, spiritually connected to it, you drained it. Like, I don't get it anymore. Right. I don't right. understand what right. I'm doing. Yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? and, and I think, like, for advice for artists out there, if anybody needs it, um, one thing I really... I guess I've learned through the years is that you need to find a producer that suits your style of music. Yeah, absolutely. Because remember that when we did that final EP, um, you know, that I'm talking about, um, we had three producers on the line and we were just talking about this on the phone the other day. We had, um, it's really hard without saying who you know one producer was well known for working with blink 182 one was well known for working with google dolls Mm -hmm. and one was well known for working with um the deaf deaf tones yeah and i'm super pissed that i don't remember that (laughs) i I don't i at all right like at all and because i would have said why why are we here yeah not over there and 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 what it was is it came down to circumstance we allowed like location we allowed finances we allowed um things to get into way that that made our decision yeah that's true what we made the decision but turned out 
again that goes back to like why i do a lot of the stuff that i do like leaving my job and stuff because i really feel like the hard road always ends up being the best road and those are the types of things that i've been through in life that have taught me that yeah because we took the easy road on that one um the other two would have been more difficult but i think the payout would have been far greater i agree and after we had that conversation like that made my funk even worse because now I just I started having those what if moments, right? Yeah. Like the new Marvel what if cartoons that are on Disney Plus. Would you not know what I'm talking no about? No idea. But it's it's like that for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that for me. Yeah. Like, sh- can you imagine? Who knows had we gone this route? Yeah. Because the people, let's just say for example, you 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 know you figure association, right? So these people are associated with one of our favorite bands. Our band sounded more like that band, yet we went for the guy who is not even into our style of music, knows no one in that genre of music. Right. And look what happened. Right. <laughs> you know what I, I mean, mean? We did some really cool stuff. I we mean, did. We yeah, ended yeah, up I'm getting... Not, I'm not going to shit on any of it. Like, it no, was no. a great experience. Right, right, right. Know, but... And, I mean, like, I mean, we got a really cool showcase out of it. We showcased in LA in front of, like, every record, major record label, mm-hmm. which every single one of them turned us down um one of them came close yeah but then but you know what man had that not happened you're talking about the road less traveled right right the heart the path to least resistance right that spawned one of the world's greatest eps that we had ever done right oh that's true that's a good because we were pissed and we said oh no ma'am yeah it's game time right and Six, five, six of the best songs we had ever written. Yeah. Little did we know what was transpiring during that recording <laughs> process. If you hear the lyrics, that's all you got to... Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I don't know, man. Live and learn, right? Yeah, right. yeah. But it's things like that that we were talking about earlier that's kind of made me very jaded towards just the music industry in general. Exactly. I'm glad you brought that up because we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. The thing that's very... um I don't want to say the thing that that doesn't motivate me. Not not that I'm not willing to push hard because I am right. My dying goal is to. I don't care how old I get. Right. I want to make it music somehow, some way. Right. But like you look at the '90s and the early 2000s, pre-heavy internet, right? Mm-hmm. Heavy everything. Um. You found a band. You clung to that band. Right. You. Bands stuck out from other bands because that's all that was shown. That's all that was given to you. Right. Versus now, the attention span of these people are that of a gnat because it's like, yeah, I like this band. Oh, look, I found another band. Oh, look, I found another band. Hey, look what I can do. Look yeah. what I found. Look what I And it's like, you're just flooded with with all these musicians, which are great in every right, right? I'm not crapping on anybody. But there's just so many. It's so saturated. Like, it's hard to stick out of the crowd anymore. Right. Yeah. You know really what I mean? It really is, yeah. Um, well, like you were saying that you've been in a funk with music lately. Yeah. Every, every two, three months I I get what I call music fatigue. Yeah. And music is not cutting it for me. I don't want to listen to any band. I don't want to listen to any song. Like this is just, it, I don't feel anything out of it. Right. And again, if I'm not going to feel it, I'm not going to do it. So I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. A lot of, um, lectures, like I'm big on philosophy. Like I love philosophy. Right. I listen. I've been, that's all I've been listening to lately because I just 
It's totally half and half, man. Because I've been the opposite. Like Justin mentioned that band. What are they called? Um, pian- pianos become teeth or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I was like, I'm blown away, like <laughs> at how good those guys are. It's so crazy how old they are, and you just yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know. And actually, I showed him. He had never heard Hippocampus, and I showed him what? Yeah, and so him and I were going back and forth about uh, one of my favorite songs. Um, I always forget what it's called. Suicide Saturday. No, it's a real slow song. There's like even like Hallocene. No, no. It's, uh, I wish I could call it just Monsoon. Yes. Okay. That's such a good song. Yeah. And we were talking about that. Um, but uh, who else? That band, it's like Harvard or whatever. Yeah. Without the A's. Yeah. That was a good band. So like I've been really like getting into <clears throat> some of the stuff. Justin's always been great at like. It's weird. That's he's just totally he's like in tune we've always been he's like our brother like he's totally in tune with how we think not like our brother oh no yeah he is our brother brother. but it's amazing because he's he'll send me a band and be like here i thought about you and i listen to it i'm like oh my god this is amazing as opposed to like my little brother for example who took out this band i listened to and i'm like this terrible jason even though he's introduced me to some good yes jason has great taste yeah but still like it's just like everything justin sends me i'm like I love this. I don't care what style of music it is. I'm just like, Justin, like, this is amazing. Thank you. You know, no, well, you send me what you're listening to. (laughs) And I think you send me stuff knowing deep down. uh, I know he's going to hate this, but I'm going to send it to him. Send it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, that's what I love about Justin. He's like, he's like me, you know, the record diver. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's like when you you sent me Harvard the other night, and I'm like, this motherfucker, where you been? Where you been? <laughs> yeah, it's old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but like the music industry in general, man, it's when I, you think about it now versus twenty. I mean, thirty years ago, I didn't know much about the the music industry, but twenty mm-hmm. twenty five years ago, when we first started to get involved in the music industry, um just like not just like the music but even um the industry itself and what it means now versus then it's just so different i remember when we were kids it was like all about getting a record deal yeah and you thought like oh once you signed your paper to once you signed that paper like that was it like it's on and you're you're gonna get rich and famous and and actually to a certain extent it kind of was like that i mean you 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 got screwed but realistically i mean we you weren't with us when we got signed to shade but so we got signed to a record label i was like 16 years old um and it was a local record label i mean they did stuff for us whatever <coughs> and i'm not gonna badmouth them it was a an experience but it wasn't like the massive scale of like a major label right. you know like hey we're gonna we're gonna give you a million dollar advance and then go from there which decade before that it was a million dollar bonus now like nobody even gets a million dollars for anything you know yeah uh and the record industry now is hurting so bad because people have opened their up their eyes to that and they realize that and it's something that i've told you since we were kids like a business i mean a band is a business and if you have to run it like a business right and, and the thing is i think artists nowadays have realized that 
And so what's happening is record labels are becoming more and more obsolete. And the ones that are doing good are because they're realizing more and more that the artist, which is like what I want to do with my record label, is that the artists are the partners right. in the process and not just uh, an artist that, you know, I'm going to exploit and, and make all this money from. And then when I'm done, I'm going to kick them to the curb. Right. You know. Yeah. But... At the same time, though, what's transpired is that, is that you have all of these artists that there's just so many now. There is. And, and, but to, to snowball that, to me, it's harder now because it's no longer about <clears throat> the musicianship. It's no longer about the music. It's now like, okay, I see a band that I like. They sound great. How many subscribers do they have? Yeah. How many followers do they have? Right. How many this? How many that? What's this? What's this? it's like? What does that matter? Right. Be that person to find them the subscribers and the followers. Right. And, you know what I mean? It's like so. It's you can no longer just get by on being a a good musician anymore. Mm -hmm. There's so many ridiculous things that come yeah. with it that have nothing to do right with you being a musician. I, nothing. Actually, you hit the nail on the head. Like you're so right because some of the artists that like Justin, we we're talking about Justin, has sent me like no, they have no followers. Yeah. And you're like, this should be one of the biggest bands in the world right now. But you're right. And there's people out there that will go across a, a, a page, a Instagram, and the band might be amazing, but they look at the fact that they have 400 followers and they yeah. say like, oh, Gross. that's it. Yeah, yeah that's I'm it. I'm not going to give these guys a chance. Yeah. But they have 4 million. Oh, I'm going to give them a listen because obviously people like them. But yeah. that's not always equates to better. Exactly. That does not always equate to better. There you go. Yeah. I understood what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's 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 tough, man. I mean, you know, to me again, that's always been the goal, right? Not to be a famous musician, just to make money off of music, you know. Yeah, doing what I love to do. Well, we were talking about. I think we we're on the phone. I don't think it was on the podcast. Well, we were talking about how the experience of being on stage. Right? We were talking about yeah. that over the phone the other day. Mm -hmm. I was trying to explain this to my wife, and she doesn't get it. And I think a lot of people don't get it. Like, there's addictions in life. Drug addiction, alcohol. Men. <laughs> people don't understand. And this can be from the low level of, like, having five people show up to your show or 10,000 people show up to your show. The feeling that you get performing on a stage is so addictive yep. and it's not even and, and the, i think the big misconception is is that it's because you're you're getting attention you're you want people to admire you it has nothing no. to do with that nope we were talking a little bit about <clears throat> four dudes bouncing off each other in a room <laughs> yeah. okay that in itself is addicting because that yes. the feeling you get of performing but when you take that music that you wrote and you go on a stage and you perform, and again, it can be in front of five people or 10,000 people, it doesn't matter. That feeling is unlike, for me personally, any drug, any drink, anything, to me, that is better than sex. Yeah. It's... Well, <laughs> no, I don't, I'm not going to agree to that, but yeah. <laughs> well, it depends. Sometimes it could be. It's it's amazing and it's a it's an addiction and it's something that I have been and experienced in very 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 many years. But when was the last show you played? It was like the late two thousands, late or mid. 
No, well, it was right before. It was. I think the last show I played was at was it Lucky Devils? Shit, you're talking like 2008, eight or seven? seven I'm gonna around say there. seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The last one I played was 2015, 14, 14 or 15. Yeah, yeah. But you and I, that experience was always very different for you and I. I was a perfectionist, and and it's and I, but I ruined it for myself, like. And you almost ruined it for me, but I said, I'm not going to listen. I connect it back to like when I was a kid playing baseball. Yeah. I remember my grandfather used to go watch me play. Have you seen my baseball? <laughs> and I always felt because he was watching, I had to play perfectly. Yeah. And so because I was always trying to play perfectly, I never enjoyed it. I should have just enjoyed the game and had fun with it. But I always felt like I had to be perfect. Music was the same thing for me. Yeah. Every time I performed... I would get pissed off at you guys because you guys were up there having fun and I was up there trying to play perfectly or I wanted the music. So like if our drummer messed up or our singer, like it would piss me off. Yeah. So I would walk off stage in a bad mood, yeah. pissed off. But at the same time, it was still such a great experience. But we, I was just... We were too drunk to worry about you being mad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was always like, I'll have one beer and then I'll get drunk after the show. But <laughs> I... You'd always get too mad and you'd just leave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I just felt like people are paying to come see us. I want people to... He- I- I've always been a, um, one of those when I go to a show and the sh- they sound nothing like their album. And I'm like, dude, what did I just pay for? Like, you guys suck. So I never wanted to be that kind of artist. Mm-hmm. But I realized I put too much emphasis on that and I focused too much on that and I should have just enjoyed it. You did. And then you need to take the genre of music into consideration yeah if i were in a jazz band or a hip-hop band right where like your your part bass line is very prominent right and it's every you can hear everything very clear right yeah i would take my time but when you're in a sea of distortion and crashes and drum fills and screaming and you're eh. jumping around on stage yeah you know what i mean yeah i just wanted us to be the lady gaga of rock <laughs> i don't like her music very much but as a person she's pretty awesome but one thing i give her respect for is that dude when you have you ever watched her perform yeah yeah the way she dances and plays piano and sings and does all this crap all at the same time and it's flawless like it's it's unbelievable you can't help but respect that but anyways i guess that's kind of what i always wanted was i wanted i never wanted to choreograph anything i just wanted the music to sound flawless but I shouldn't have. I should have just been like, screw it. Let's yeah, just have see, fun. And then half and half. Yeah. I don't want to pay for a band to stand around and sound amazing. Right. What did I just... I could... I just watched you stand there. I could just listen to your CD for this perfection. Right? Like, yeah. I want a show. Yeah. I want a show. I want people... You know what I mean? I want to walk away going, oh my God, I got to get my shit straight. Like... Yeah. We're going to we're gonna band practice tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that to me, even... As a performer, I'm the same way. I'm giving people a show whether you want it or not. Right. You know, it's just how you get it out. It's the emotion coming out. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that's part of adding to that addiction is like when you're on stage and you just kind of, you're performing, your performance in that kind of music, it's not a choreographed performance. It's a reaction to the sounds and the feeling of the music. And it's just such a, like, Words can't describe that feeling. Yeah. Like, I miss that. But I think I have to, that's where I got it. Going back to what we originally started off with, I need to get in shape. 
because at this point I'm gonna throw my back out. All right, look, I'm gonna twist you put, an ankle. You put too many things before your the actual goal. I want to play a show, but I'm gonna I'm gonna become president first, and then I'm gonna take over the world, and then I'm gonna build a car, and then I'm gonna build this, and then I'm gonna play a show. I know. Just book a show. We'll be all right. Yeah. Soon. <laughs> See what I mean? Soon. No, really. I, I really want to play soon. I mean, we gotta practice. Yeah. I gotta remember my songs first. Well, I think. I mean, this is a different conversation, but I think we need to. Take two songs and start from scratch. Yeah. We need to quit hashing out the past. Just move on. We're in a different spot now than we were back then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And we'll get there. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I know you're not. <laughs> you have your drummer, your bass player, and your singer yeah. thinking, come on, man. Come on. Keep it funky. How many text messages do you get from all three of us a week saying, Basically, get your head out of your ass. And when are we gonna do this? Yeah, Quite often. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But again, that's where I gotta, I gotta just let go and have fun with it. Yeah, I gotta stop being such a like. No, everything has to be perfect and lined up just right first. <clears throat> I don't know why I'm like that, dude. I forgot what philosopher it was, but there's no perfect time. There yeah. will never be a perfect time. Right. Ever. Ever. Yeah. I know, I know. I do want to get in shape first. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. That's the easy part. The I don't thing about look you, like crowbar up the, there, the, 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 <laughs> dude. You now versus you, twelve years ago, very different. Oh, the air conditioner turned on. I was wondering what that was. I thought it was a vacuum. No, so did I. So Patrick, we're we're in the middle of recording. Can you please stop? <laughs> Speaking of that, I'm sorry to so like sideswipe you, dude. That's what we do here. <sighs> I told you, right? We got a paranormal investigators coming yeah. out. Yeah. Now, I was trying to wrap my head around it. Is it the ghost hunters? No, but they're a part of the same group. Oh, okay. Which is like... Are you going to be on TV? No. Like, they're going to do it just for us. They'll give us, like... They're oh. going to investigate, I guess, do, like, the audio, the video, the sound. Like, and anything that they find, they'll give it to us. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm a... Um, I don't want to say I'm a non-believer because ghosts scare the crap out of me. Right. Though... In all my, not going to say years of existence, I've never seen anything. Here? Can oh, I, like ever. Ever in my in life. In general, yeah. We can were talking I, about that. Can I be here? When yeah, of course. I'm calling off that day. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I was, awesome. I'm surprised you'd want to be. Well, you know what? It's because there's, there's going to be more than two people in this house, so I, <laughs> I won't be that scared. If it were just me and you, yeah. no, sir. So uh, those that haven't heard about it, you know, the guy that lived in my house before me um, committed suicide, young guy, um, and there's been a lot of crazy stuff happening. Don't really want to get into it much, but we've I've actually had a lot of experience with paranormal stuff going back to stupid crap my older brother did back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Um, so it's very recognizable when that stuff happens. Believe it or not, a lot of there's a lot of non-believers out there, but when you've experienced the crap that I've experienced. You can't help as a matter of fact you just gave me an idea what in the spirit of halloween spooky season we've been we've been um always saying that eric will be on this podcast actually he should have been on this one right but he had to go to town and well, the spirit, he have to but boy, he wanted to he's cute <laughs> he's been going through a lot let him yeah, be that's true um in the spirit of halloween that's what we're gonna do i want we're going to talk about all those experiences. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Those are crazy Because let me tell you, uh, look, I know people that they're like me. They've never seen anything. They've never heard anything. Blah, blah, blah. 
but the minute I dropped those stories on him, even though I was I was not there, right? I drop I I know those stories like the back of my hand because you right. guys have told him so much. When I dropped those stories on him, people were like, "There's no way." I'm scared right now. I said, you should be because <laughs> I'm one person away from that person being next to you. Like, right, right. I don't know if that guy's following me around. <laughs> he could be sitting right behind you right now. Yeah. Tread carefully. That's, you know? That's so I good. think in the spirit of Halloween, we should do that. I think that's a great idea. Actually, I, I know it is. Oh, right, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> like, what is that noise? I didn't, I didn't mean to say anything. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> Yeah, I but like I told you, I don't think you've experienced that stuff because I think like uh, God's with me. Yes, yeah, I know. Yeah, you pray. I, and stuff. I pray hard before I come to any ward house. <laughs> any, you know. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, we'll get into that because for the longest time, I kept a lot of those stories to myself. I would only tell like people that I was very close yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Just because there's some of them are so outrageous. Like I, I get it. Like I think. It's hard to believe sometimes. It is. It really know? is. You you can't... It's hard to fathom any of this being real. Right. But you guys tell me it is, you know. Jason's witnessed it. I mean... Oh, we've had countless people witness yeah, it. Yeah. Um, so, to me, it's... The numbers make sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Again, not to say I believe it wholeheartedly. Right. But, I mean... It's just... It's it's hard to deny something when you experience it so closely and yeah. so frequently, um, and then, but yeah, I mean sometimes especially people that you don't know. Whenever I've told them, they're like, you know, you, you deep down you feel like they're probably looking at you like this freaking liar. Yeah. Like, but I'm like, yeah, back black figures with big teeth. It's kind of hard to. <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to believe. You know. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, we're up on the 50-minute mark. Anything Whoa. else? That was quick. Wow. Yeah, I, uh, that's what she said. No. <laughs> More good stuff to come. We still have another challenge that's in the works. Oh, right. Again. Um, I completed my part. Paul completed his part, which, I mean, it, it doesn't... It doesn't change the fact that you did yours, right? You still have your notes. You've already gone through the experience. Yeah. But again, I'm in a funk yeah big time got a lot of shit on my mind um and music fatigue right i i tried i tried yeah i got four songs deep and i I don't know if i was just in a bad mood but i said oh no man <laughs> not even there's no way i'm making it through this one so to remind people it's uh i listened to il nino the band mm -hmm. and adrian's listening to beetle the beatles yeah the shitty beatles the shitty beatles <laughs> so it's not just a clever name right <laughs> So uh, yeah. yeah, so once I'll the, get it done. the results it done. are in, we'll we'll kind of touch base on that one. I just need a few good nights sleep, and yeah, and maybe I'll get out of my shit, and then I'll get on it. Even if I have to cram it, I'll do it. But right. I already know it's gonna be hard. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about okay. Well, let's save it for then. But yes, I've I've already started. All right, you're completed. I've started. So that's that's to come. Um, we got Eric coming on. So, yeah, good things. Yeah. Good things coming up. And Fat then, kid season. Everybody, for uh, for those of you who are fitness people, don't be ashamed. We're not machines. Enjoy your holidays. Oh, man, that makes me want to go eat pizza. Dude, nothing better than a cold night. But I'm an old guy now. Marinara sauce gives me acid reflux. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You're done. You're done. <laughs> you need to leave to catch the early special. It's 1030. <laughs> Is it time for dinner? 
All right. We'll call it there. All right. Thanks, everybody. Till next time. Bye. Bye.